1: Good evening and welcome to Sugar and Silk, brought to you exclusively by X-Podcast Nation. My name is Ben Daugherty.
2: My name is Michael Silker Rajbe.
1: And we are collectively delighted to be joined this week by former amateur boxing US legend Joey Belink. Um, yeah. For anyone who doesn't know this gentleman, uh, his name was big in 1984 going into that um, Los Angeles Olympic Games. And one day in July, he beat Pennell Whitaker in the Olympic box office, only to have that decision um, that only have for now. Turn the tables the following day. We'll talk about all that and more. Great to have you, Joey. How are you? I'm great.
0: Doing well. Yeah, life's good.
2: Yeah, you look like you're doing really well. I see nothing but green behind you. Yeah, oh, I know.
0: yeah, it's so pretty here. I mean, we were flying in yesterday, or uh, no, uh, Friday night. So, yeah, was, yeah a couple of nights ago, we were flying back from New York where we yeah. we visited. And it was like we were flying over Washington, and it's so green I was like, oh, it's like so pretty here <laughs> yeah. mean, you, you can't help it but like the way it is around here yeah. it's nice it's
2: beautiful you, it's you it's were saying thing. off
0: camera joey you were saying off camera that you
1: moved you're always from washington state uh yeah. to begin yeah. with but you said you actually moved from your, from your initial area because because you, your name was too well known there for, for boxing and everybody knew about you and you wanted to get away from that kind of the reputation you had as, as an amateur
0: boxing prodigy is that right well, in a sense, yeah, what happened is I was uh, married for almost 30 years, my first round uh, with my high school sweetheart. And we lived in a little town called Marysville and it, it was small and everybody knew everybody. We went to school with everybody and the boxing world really amplified that. So everybody knew. us. So and, you know, you could just go somewhere and you're like, oh, I and somebody would be like, oh, I saw your ex-wife. She was here and there and or vice versa. <laughs> yeah. And I was like i it got so old to me, and I was like, you know what i'm gonna I'm gonna move. So I moved about an hour um south southeast to to a town called Kirkland, and I lived there for about six years and And when it was it was great, we had amazing time there, but it was expensive and it was
2: yeah,
0: yeah, so we ended up moving back to Lake Stevens, which is literally probably ten miles from the town I grew up in. So we're back with the. You know, everybody knows everybody knows everybody, but but it's okay now because it's been yeah. Yeah, I don't know years. years since it's I was absolutely
2: there. beautiful where you live. It's almost like what what do they call uh, Pacific Northwest? Uh, right where you are and coming up to where I was is the um, rainforest, the Pacific Northwest rainforest. They call it a rainforest. Rainforest
0: something. is over on the peninsula, but you're right, uh, like in Squam area, yeah, almost, and it's like green. It's even more green over there than this here. Really? But it rains it rains more there. Over I, I
2: here. I'd have Where's to say it? I was really happy. I was really happy to see, like, when I saw your house and your patch of land and everything that you, you know, the acreage and you're right beside the lake. And I was just like, I was so happy, man. <laughs> yeah. Very few of those fighters end up like that afterwards. Yeah. yeah. And that's and- the interesting oh. thing because you, you, could we could interview a
1: whole bunch of more um, successful professional fighters, certainly, who who had their name up in lights. So, and you hear all these, like you say, unfortunately, sob stories, Michael. And um, I'm looking forward to learning more about Joey's story because he's sitting there with very coherent with all his marbles, looking like he lives in paradise. So that's a good story for a guy, you know, because th- his name, well, I guess, will only mean something to the anorex, particularly for the 1980s, the diehards. Who That's remember right. him beating Panel Whitaker and Joey Gamache, and you know, and and while we're on it, I think he beat you too, which I didn't know. I didn't know that until you told
0: me that. <laughs> you had to yeah. bring that
2: up. I was gonna keep it like I was gonna keep oh, it on the hush. You I didn't want to mention
0: it, it no, because we, <laughs> we were we were kids, man. But it was in the eighty, like it was eighty one, wasn't it, Mike?
2: Yeah, it was eighty one. Yeah. It had to be like early eighty one because yeah. I know I think I turned pro in eighty one as well. But did you? Write I, it? I tried to see how, one thing I remember, Joey, I remember because John David Jackson was junior middleweight champion, right? So he was a friend of mine. We were really tight, and we always go back and forth across the border. And I'd fight there. He'd fight here. And and so uh, John David Jackson Sr. said to me, I uh, said to my dad, oh, you should enter your son in the Seattle Golden Gloves. I had no idea. Like, this is all new to me. So I had no idea that the Pacific Northwest was running things, like, between you and he missed Minsker, Leo Ren. I mean, Shannon. Charles Carter.
0: Got you know, Summer Charles, Charles,
2: Machine Gun, Carter. Everybody. You guys are yeah. just slaying. Like, you're really strongly represented in the for the states, beating everybody. And yeah. and so I'm like, yeah, okay. And then they tell me who I drew my first round. And I, so I told – so John David Jackson's father, because this week, who you got the first round? And I said, um, um, a guy named Joey Belink. <laughs> I, I don't know if Mark pronouncing that right, Joey Belink. And he goes – and he goes, he looks at me and he just kind of like turns away and I see him just, <laughs> <laughs> and, and right there that told me, okay, this is going to be, a, this is going to be an interesting night. I remember getting up into the ring with you. I remember it also vividly because I had never had a fight in my life, amateur or professional or a sparring session where i had never laid a glove on anybody. I always hit at least some, even Barkley, I lost a fight, but I still dropped him. I Mm, hit somebody. Somebody had to know that I, you know, someone was going to catch some leather. I'm not just me. Right. I did. I remember two things. I remember I didn't touch you, and I remember it was (laughs) very painful. (laughs) Those two things. And you were that good, man. Your hands were just flying.
0: You know, it's the the damn southpaws, Michael. It's the damn southpaws. It's the definitely wasn't. It wasn't
2: southpaw because I sparred with southpaws from when I started. We had a lot of southpaws in the gym.
0: Not southpaws at all. You you know what happens when you're like when you're running scared, it's <laughs> it's easier not to get hit. When I was no, you weren't
2: running.
0: <laughs> I am so glad. I'm so glad. I am actually happy how my career went. As disappointing yeah. as it was to uh, you know turn pro and not not make it, but but mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty content with my amateur career. But I did not like to get hit, bro. That was just <laughs> I was like. And and that's why fighting fornell was like super hard because neither of us really liked to get yeah. hit. We're we're, yeah. we're very defensive.
2: Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's a, that's a smart approach to boxing. That's why you used to have all your marbles and and all well, the rest of the stuff. Did your you know handsome visage and the whole thing. But like well,
1: <laughs> what I noticed, uh, uh, Joey, was that you'd actually box Pernell a new, on numerous occasions before you met him in the Olympic. Uh, trials and then the box-offs. You met him once in the trials in the final and lost the decision. Then you beat him on the first day of the box-offs and then he reversed that state of affairs the next day and that's why he went to Los Angeles to, and right. got the lightweight berth on the on the US team. But I believe you boxed him at least four times before, before you know, right in about 1982. Is that I, right?
0: I think five times total. I fought him in the yeah. Nationals. I fought him in... Um, um, I don't think I fought Pete in the... Uh, um uh, sports festival in Nebraska. Um, mm-hmm. I, for some reason, I don't know what happened there, but I fought uh, Clifford Gray. Um, but I think five times. And, you know, I, I only got a decision once and and I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. I really, really feel like I should have got it twice. The funny part is the fight in the Olympic box-offs after the trials, he beat me 4-1 in the trials. I came back and the fight we had in Vegas was ironically um, easy. It wasn't, uh, uh, it was, it was easy. I, as I, 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 and it's hard for me to say that because he was so difficult to fight, but everything just clicked. It was so perfect. And I walk up to him after the fight and, and I told him, I go, I got your number. And I felt like, had and, and, you know, he looked at me and Duva looked at me and I was like, I got your number, bro. I know I do. So I, I him, right. And they read, they read, they restructured everything. He came in sure. way different the next day. So, yeah. what I noticed right. on that fight when I watch it, and I've watched it a number of different times, but I was yeah. I was chasing him more because I I was I wanted to be a little bit more aggressive and it and that's yeah. probably mm, probably my yeah. biggest mistake because yes. it was easier to 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 uh, counter mm-hmm. and beat him and in, wait for him in, right in, yeah 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 that's, I, where, was, that's where that's
2: what that's where a lot of your strengths were and I, I know with Purnell Whitaker. I guess, like, if you make him lead, then it plays to your strengths. But when right. you're going to him, you're playing to his strengths. Because right. both of you were like, as soon as you try something, you have an answer for it. And and that's one of the things you were, like, extremely intelligent in the ring. So every time somebody threw something, you can come over, get under, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, I
0: love that. I love that part of my boxing. I, I like yeah. I like to make you miss. I like to hit. But it would yeah. be, I would be – I mean, I didn't even – I really didn't even use a lot of power. I didn't have to. I just mm-hmm. – I just came back and pop, 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 yeah, and and that's that's kind of where I what my deal was, but but as a professional boxer, yeah. that just doesn't work as well, and mm-hmm. you know, fighting and, and the pros was just a lot different for me. Uh, it was it was way harder. It was way more brutal, and and uh, you know, How so no way, Joe, at one forty.
2: Uh, at 140 okay and 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 in what way was it more brutal to you
0: well i only fought pro as 140 i never moved off that weight yeah but it was the 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 just the whole boxing world changing from the amateurs to the professionals it was i mean you know you know first we started out with what four rounds and six rounds and eight rounds and ten rounds and that was that was hard but what was more hard about it, it was it was more of a street fight than it was a boxing match. And the amateurs, three rounds, three three minute rounds. I mean, I could navigate around and I could I could move and I could do my stuff. And the pros just was just seemed more uh of a street fight for me. And I, I'm not much of a street fighter. <laughs> did, did, did you have the same trainer as a pro
1: as any amateurs, Joey?
0: Yes. Or not? Yeah, did, Troy Summers. Uh, Brett yep. Summers, dad, Troy was my was my manager, and and I loved Troy, and I loved everything Troy taught me. <clears throat> we had some offers to leave Washington State and go with Lou Duva, Made an offer yeah. to come and fight with those guys. I didn't want to do that. I, I just was I was so loyal to Troy, and Troy was always just he was like my second dad. And yeah. so what we what we had, I was like I could never mm-hmm. leave Troy. Um, and maybe it could have made more sense financially for me to do that. But, but I was, you know, uh, I was just married, had a baby. And I was like, I didn't want to leave.
1: Yeah, Funny enough, know. Jerry Page said that too. The, the, the light like, welterweight gold medalist from 84. Yeah. Yeah, he Jerry. said that he didn't want to leave Columbus, Ohio. Like yourself, he was very grounded in his own environment and his his background.
0: And mm-hmm. he didn't
1: want to go to Las Vegas or New York City to, to train yeah. with a big shot coach. And, yeah. and that obviously he was another guy who, who, in the end, his name is only known to us diehards today, because he didn't uh, set the world great. alight as a pro, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I think that's probably. Um, I, if I was going to rewind and, and want to say that I made uh, a, a mistake at it, I, I I could, but but I really I'm I've been so happy with my the progression of my life. Uh, yes. from, from boxing all the way through what I do now. Mm-hmm. At the so risk of good, asking a, address, an obvious huh? question.
2: You don't you don't have any regrets, Joey, on on um not actually giving it a shot? Like not actually I mean you did. You had what sixteen, eighteen and professional? I, I had fights? 20, 20 pro-
0: 20? Oh, okay. Yeah, I was I went eighteen and two. I okay. lost yeah. Lehman and Marvin Garrison. Uh, yeah. and yeah.
2: Were they your last two fights?
0: No. No. One fight was about, about midway in. I I I was in Vegas. Um, I have a um I have a back dysfunction that it was hereditary for my dad. It's called yeah. ankylosing spinulitis, it's mm-hmm. AS, or whatever. But what it is, it's where your lower uh, your lower back and your pelvis it's uh, fuses together. So you get oh, wow. so I would get like a pinch and, a pinch of nerve. Yeah. And that fight, not no excuses by any means, but I, I should have never fought that fight. Yes. I was hurting so bad yeah. and he hit me in the liver so hard. I don't <laughs> never been hitting the liver that hard ever in my life and he put me on the ground in like the second round and i got up and i was like holy smokes i don't know if i can so i just kind of moved around and ran for a a few rounds till i kind of got my bearings back but i ended up losing that fight which was pretty devastating but yeah and then i did go Go ahead i was saying on the on the subject of,
1: of devastation at the risk of asking a silly question, how how crushing a disappointment was it not to make the Olympic team when you must have been feeling very confident when you beat Pernel about the sixth of July, nineteen
0: eighty four? Yeah, well, it was very disappointing. Uh, you know, it was a fairly long shot for me. Although I was number two all the time, Pete and me, Pernell me, Pernel me, right. And it was a it was a tough guy to get past. You know, he was yeah. definitely favorite. Yeah. For that, um, but I, I would—it was disappointing. That was more disappointing to me than it was uh, with the professional part. And say, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna move on and do something different. That was that was easy. That was an easy exchange for me, for the most part.
2: Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Andy Minsker, uh, who is another great amateur yeah. fighter at the West, who've been uh, mentioned earlier, where's he at these days?
0: He's still he's still in Portland, Oregon. Oh, he's um, still in Portland. He's yeah, trained. trained. Touch. We talk mostly like if we're uh, like on a Facebook scenario, like yeah. with post and this and that. He's training like boxers, UFC guys, and so uh-huh. uh, you know, he's he's still living the boxing uh-huh. thing. I, I never I never transitioned to that. I you yeah. know, once once I left and I and I got in the car business, that's what I did. That's yeah. how I, what I transitioned into,
2: Yeah,
0: which I is, I have a funny story for that, but please uh,
2: share, share,
0: but, uh, Andy, uh, or, uh, uh, he, he went into the boxing. I just didn't have the time to train. So when I, I was leaving Atlantic city, um, after that fight with uh, Marvin and it was, I, I got cut up. I was, I had 60, probably 64 stitches in my face, wow. eyes, my nose was, you know, swollen out here, black oh, and blue Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: out on the plane. And I told Troy, I go, Troy. I don't think I want to do this anymore. I think he was like, what, what, what are you going to do? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. And I just kind of sat there and pondered for a minute. And I go, you know, I think I could sell cars. I know oh. it sounds crazy, but I like cars. I don't know anything <laughs> about cars, but I think I could sell cars. Yeah. So I got home and I called a Chevy dealership. that's here in the town. I live growing up in yeah. Been there forever. And a, a guy that I know was the used car manager. So I called him and I said, Hey Dave, his name was Dave hands. And I said, Dave, can I come to work for you? I, I, I want to sell cars. And he was like, you're not going to box anymore. And I go, no, I'm, I'm done with that. I'm going to, I need to move forward. And he was like, you know, Joey, cause I'm going to open up my own little car lot. It's just going to yeah. be used cars. Maybe come and work for me. And I was like, Dave, can I make any money at that? I need to make money. That's why <laughs> yeah. i believe in boxing. Cause I was making no money. Yeah. And I thought, of course I thought I was going to make millions and millions of dollars. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, Kind of a slap in the face when it never happened, right? Yeah so, yeah. so he goes, "Yeah, you can make you can make some money. Come with me." So I started with him, July fifteenth, nineteen eighty seven, and I yeah. sold twenty two cars my first fifteen days.
2: No way. Lot.
0: <laughs> I was like, and I made a pretty decent paycheck, and I was like, that's two weeks. That's two weeks. I think that I can do this. But the beautiful part of that was uh, my face was so messed up. Everybody that I talked to, I said, Hey, welcome. You know, it's a Dave hands, cars. Can I help you? And they're like, what happened to your face? <laughs> and everybody would ask me what happened to your face? And I was like, Oh, I used to box and I tell the story Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it, they're just, they're buying the car. and just paying for it. You go. No, no negotiation, no nothing. They just love the story. Yeah, so yeah. I, yeah I ran with that for a long time. <laughs> and then, my face got healed up but you have to
2: pay somebody with some brass knuckles right
0: (laughs) right i I to, yeah but keep it (laughs) maintain the image (laughs) right but uh, that's how i ended up getting in the car business and and i and i liked it and uh boxing people and car people are kind of similar so i felt pretty comfortable and uh after about a year of selling cars for him i thought to myself self he said you know i said you probably can do this yourself and probably make instead of making 25 percent, you can make 75 percent. yeah you know, I, I i went and borrowed a bunch of money not a bunch of money i know you're wrong listen what? to what they did i went to f- three different places and i bought i borrowed three or uh, five, five grand five grand five grand so i borrowed fifteen thousand dollars that's yeah. all i borrowed one day wow and i took that money and i just started buying cheap cars beaters whatever I could put on the lot. Really? Yeah. And that's how we, that's how we started. Wow. Yeah.
2: So now, tell me about your dealership now. Like what's, well, is, is it named after you as well?
0: No, it's called the car connection. And, okay. uh, you know, yeah, we, we just wanted to, I didn't want it to be, it would be really cool if it was Joe's car connection. Yeah. In the early, early days, I had a partner with my, um, my ex-wife's brother for about five or six years. So we yeah. called it the car connection. I see, and uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I would, I wanted to change it to Joe's car connection. Hey,
2: shit. Oh man, yeah. nah, oh, not, this, not
0: is- for this, this many years. We're, we're, we've been almost thirty-five years. Oh you wow! Know. Okay, yeah. So. I think yeah. this is the thing as well, Joey. That
1: um, I I I know Mike Ayala pretty well because I collaborated with him on a book about his brother Tony Ayala Jr., the notorious mm-hmm. figure that he was, and Mike ended up um. When he walked away from the ring, he ended up getting into air conditioning and he had to go back to college. And he said it was hard you know, to be someone else when you're used to being a fighter and everybody regards you as a fighter and you get the kind of stardust around you that fighters often have. He said, "You know, it was hard to, just learning to be a regular Joe and learning new skills, but he's but he regards it as his salvation that he did that, and he has a good life today, and he has a good business today because he got his head around the air conditioning business, and that right. seems to be obviously it's something that you've done with the with the with the car dealership. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that why do you think so many fighters struggle with that kind of um, switch
0: to ordinary life and making a success of other things? I think you lose you lose your identity. Like my identity was literally." Joe Balintz, the boxer, Joey yep. boxer. And, uh, and everybody knew me as the boxer from my little town. I mean, school all the way up through when I was out of school and you're, you just get identified. You, you, that's, that was my identity. So when I quit and I left was super, super hard. Mentally it was hard, uh, especially just to go sell cars. So I just got a job and I was like, okay, I, I have a job that has never been my goal. My goal was to make a lot of money that's 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 what i wanted to do so that was hard and then once i once i transitioned from the salesperson to and i bought my own place that i mean it took some time to build that little empire that we've done now today so i i kind of found my identity again so now now joey B the car the car guy (laughs) yeah do you, your passion for boxing is it still there? Do you do you still watch all the big fights, and do you still have a passion for the sport? I, I I do still have a passion for it. I like to go to the reunions, and I like to like see and meet and greet people. But but as far as training, I don't I don't train. Uh, so I had uh, neck surgery. Uh, I think from all the, you know, I'm a southpaw, so this right sure. side of my arm I used the heck out of it with the jabs mm-hmm. and the hooks and stuff, yeah. and I wore out um, some uh, nerves it's on my on my neck. I see. So once, yeah. I did the, once I did the, the surgery, now when I go and I, and I want to hit the bag, and I might jump rope and do some stuff, but I want to hit the bag and do my thing. And after about three or four minutes of it, nah, it's just brutal on me. It sucks yeah. so bad because I want to do it.
2: Yeah. And that hurts for shadow boxing as well?
0: Nah, I can shadow box. But, you no, know, I, nice. I, I like to go to the gym. I like to lift and stuff. So yeah. it's really... Nowhere yeah. to shadow box there. There, yeah, I'm,
2: I'm seeing, I'm seeing like, I mean, when I saw you in New York, I couldn't believe the shape you were in. It's incredible. Like, you it, have not, yeah. And yet, when were you born,
0: Joe? 1964, September of '64.
2: Wow, okay. So I'll be yeah, so
0: 58, are you 58? 58, I'll be 59 in September,
2: man. So, yeah, congratulations, crazy. Man. oh my
0: goodness, I, I don't feel 59. I mean, yeah, no, maybe of course, when like, my neck starts bothering me, but yeah, then. yeah yeah. i don't i don't feel 59 not even close to 59
2: yeah it's crazy how you can like how how fitness helps you maintain the energy that
0: uh yeah dude you have you have like an eight pack bro yeah exactly yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's like you and i man we can relate to we like to get up and we like to work out yeah stay fit eat good dude yes because uh one of one of our one of our fighters died uh, last night, um, which is just horrible. Ken Smith, Kenny Smith, was a teammate of ours at the Everett Firefighters, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, 59 years old. He had a heart attack and died last night. Brett called me this morning and told me it was devastating.
2: Oh, wow. So or, sorry. And, yeah. and, and you know, heart-related disease is one of the easiest things that we could fix. It's just a matter of habit, you know, setting a good, healthy pattern. I mean, yeah. unless it's a congenital or something, that's something else, that's else But if it, but it's something, you know, the heart is something, the heart, the lungs, the cardiovascular system is so easily addressable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Especially
2: one of the most important things is if you get older. Sorry, you were saying?
0: My dad had a heart attack when he was around 55. He's gone now. But, um, so I've had my heart scanned, I think uh, when I, when I turned 50, so I've had it scanned three times. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm stressed out about that a a little bit. I I don't want to. I don't want to worry about my heart, so I'm I've, I've staying sure. on, on board with that. But everybody should do that for 199 bucks. It's the cheapest investment you yeah, ever had. exactly get.
2: right. Yeah. <laughs> and you get you get a full stay. You know, you know what I mean,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, but uh,
1: yeah, Joey, I don't know if you follow the American amateur boxing in the last in in the modern era, but um, it does appear that it's dropped off a little bit from the cutting edge kind of standard it had. 40 oh, yeah. years ago, when you were doing your thing and Pennell, and you know, and that and Mark Breland, uh, and you know, Frank Tate, and everything else, Savannah Holyfield.
0: What, what do you think has happened to the American Amazon boxing program in the subsequent decades? Yeah. You know, it's hard to say what actually happened to it because in our area, boxing was really, really big, especially in our this little town we lived in, and it was Everett Firefighters. We lit, we trained yeah. in the bottom of a basement of a bingo parlor, yeah. and that's where our team was, right. And then we had a, and then you had Seattle teams, Tacoma, which is yeah. still, uh, Tacoma's boys club is still sh- striving, but the yeah. rest, of it, I, you know, I don't know what happened. And when I think about it, and I think about the kids that are coming up, I just, I don't, there's no interest there anymore. I, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know why. I don't want to say anything negative about that younger yeah. generation, but yeah, yeah, don't think they.
2: There, there are kind of easier ways to get it though,
0: right? Like if you There is easier ways. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Very true. I I like to go to the gym. Like yes. I remember when I was 10 and when I started boxing, I liked even at 10 I liked to go to the gym. A friend mm-hmm. of mine got me in there. And about 2 weeks after I started, he got me in the gym, he quit. And I was like, "Dude, what are you going <laughs> to quit for?" And uh and he ended up quitting and then I just stayed with it cuz I I liked it so much. Yeah. But I still train today. I still train four or five days a week every week. Yeah, yeah it shows, man. It's yeah, yeah. And that's like weights mostly, yeah, Joe. Mostly weights, yeah. Yeah, mostly it's weights now. But um, I still do like when I get really rambunctious, I'll jump rope and and some mm-hmm. of that stuff. I want to hit the bags so bad, and they have a couple of them. And and every time I'll, I'll do I'll do a rest, I'll do a set of something, and I'll walk over to the bags and I'll look at them and and I'll go. pop 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 yeah, that's good that's good yeah. <laughs> yeah but I would love to I would that was the best training of my life yeah
1: you know it's it's funny you know some some ex-champions of, of, of note like John Conte the English fighter who we, we had him on as a guest a few weeks ago he goes to the gym and he doesn't touch a punch bag he will not touch it and I say to him to me that seems weird I say John why wouldn't you have a little go uh, is it because you don't want people watching you because you because you're so uh, famous for, for boxing? Yeah. And he just said no because because I know how to do that already. He's not interested in doing something that he spent so many years doing right. and right. something he already knows how to do. Was I That's think it's right. natural that you want to?
0: Wouldn't you want to? You you hit the bag right, Silk? I want to hit the bag so bad. <laughs> you <probably laughs> still do, don't you, Mike?
2: No, no, yeah. I, I don't. You don't. don't
0: hit the bag Why that. not?
2: Why? Uh, it's it's a lot of effort. It's a lot of visualization. Okay. You know what I mean?
0: Like, yeah. like it, it is, it is. It's a lot of pain. Yeah. <laughs> like like I'll hit the bag and, I, and and it feels so good. The first like pop, 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 yeah, pop, pop, pop. Yeah. And then it's, all of a sudden you're like, ah, yeah, this is starting to hurt. And that's <laughs> what happens with me. You know I've got a question well, well, for you yeah, from a viewers.
2: So
1: Jim Alcorn, who's a former professional fighter, has a question for Joe. He may have just tuned in. I don't know because he says, "Ben, yeah. can you ask Joey about his final fight against Marvin Garris and what happened both during the fight and in the aftermath that caused him to definitively
0: quit with no comeback later on?" Yeah, he, he touched on it, ready. but go again, uh, Joe. So, so he wants to know uh, what happened after after the fight. In I, I and during the fight, actually, in the fight itself as well. Well, <laughs> well, he knocked the he knocked the life out of me with my when he hit me in the in the liver, and I literally I don't know how I got up. I really don't because. It literally took everything out of me and I and I I probably stayed down for close to eight seconds and I got up and I'm like, holy smokes I couldn't believe it so uh, as I ran around and just moved around and I survived an eight round fight that I was like yeah. that was so disappointing yeah 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 but he he actually was a pretty tough kid man yeah but uh that part it was so disappointing yeah. but but then I, I I regrouped after that and I and I went ahead and fought another Mm, like another 10 fights or so
2: yeah so, so let me I didn't, ask you, to, I didn't can you, sorry, sorry no I was, but, I was gonna ask you could you explain to some of the people that would be listening to the show how painful a kidney shot or liver shot is actually oh,
0: buddy, a liver shot is not really didn't hurt uh-huh. as it literally it, it hit me so hard it like I don't know if all the blood goes there or what it does but it just yeah. it put me on the ground And I was like, I was, I didn't, I got up and I was like, and I just, I literally struggled and I kept, and I just kept running around. I ran that whole fight and I got back to the corner and I was like, Troy, he was like, he was pinching my leg and grabbing my ear. I was like, Holy smokes, man. I'm talking, it was brutal. Uh, If I ever get in a fight with anybody, I'm going to hit somebody in the liver. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: God. It's better for your knuckles too. You don't hurt your knuckles. That's right. Like, like yeah. when you hit somebody in the liver, and a lot of people don't understand. It's almost like your your insides collapse. That's you exactly
0: like, right.
2: That's you know what I mean. It's just like you implode. Like we t- the submarine that recently at the uh, what was it the um the submarine at the Titanic that that small. <laughs> it's like it just implodes. Everything implodes right. on the inside, and you can't see it. And it doesn't look so powerful from the outside. Oh, yeah. Like, but oh, it's, yeah, I went yeah.
1: to the. Doctor- but you know, you know, Joe. Michael has an interesting theory because if you talk boxing with Michael, um he will turn everything on its head. All of the cliches and yeah. all of the staples. Michael will question them and turn them upside down. Yeah. And one of his ones, he says. He doesn't believe that body shots take your legs away, and he doesn't believe that body t- shots take a gradual toll o- on you during the fight. Michael mm-hmm. just thinks they hurt like hell; they make you feel like you're dying, and they test your conscious pain threshold and desire. But Michael doesn't believe that they they, they gradually kill your legs. Well, I, I, I
0: think. Don't know what your it, take is. I, I disagree he, with that. Let's argue. <laughs> Come on, let's go. When, oh man, when you get hit in the stomach, I mean, you're hitting the kidneys and the liver and the. This, your solar plex, and you get that wind knocked out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so hard to come back from that. It um, stays with you. It stayed with me. I was sparring Jimmy Paul, and you remember who? Oh yeah, him, Paul, yeah. yeah, of course. In yeah. Vegas one year, we were there, and he locked. He knocked the wind out of me, and he hit me right in right square in the stomach. And he knocked the wind out of me, and I'm in the gym, and it was. It had to be 120 degrees in there. I was like. This is so dumb. But anyway, he hits me so hard he knocked the wind out of me so bad. Yeah. I got out of the ring. I just got out of the ring and and, and I looked at Troy and I go, Fuck that. I'm not going back in. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> so I, go, this is a, you were, I you was Johnny done. Tacos. You're Johnny Tacos
2: in Vegas. Yes. Yeah. That was be, that yeah. Was a war in there. We I used to go in there oh, and move with dudes. And I remember yeah. um Michael Dokes and all the rest of the guys going, they'd always used to watch the sparring. We had some good times there. And some bad times. Everyone has a bad time in Joey Taco's gym, Johnny Taco's gym. (laughs) But but um, now here's here's my theory on the body shot. Now it absolutely hurts. One hundred percent. Like you get hit in the head and you get buzzed. There's no sense of pain, but you know you're hurt, right? You're hit with the body. You feel pain, Mm -hmm. and you and your brain realizes you're feeling pain. So it's almost like you can't do the instinctual thing. You have to make like a topical, a very intelligent situation when you get hit with the shot and it's painful and you have to recover. And it's not like this when you get hit with the in the head, you go into a fog and right. it's not even, you can't even control it. Whether you come in or out, whether you come out of that fog is absolutely all, it's your natural body's decision. Depends on how hard you get hit, right? Oh, and how God. much the body can withstand. So you can't make a choice. When you get dropped by a headshot, to go down, to get up, whatever, you just naturally get up because that's what you do as a human being—you get up to your feet, like like a fawn does. When you know when a fawn is born, the fawn automatically gets to his feet because it knows it has to perform; it's got to move. Now, with a body shot, you get hit with a body shot, and you know the pain is there. You you're aware that you're aware of time, you're aware of people, but there's just this crippling pain that won't allow you to do anything. And so it's very, very hard to get up from. So I commend, I commend you for being able to get up from that oh, shot because yeah. they're not they're not easy at all. And yeah, I mean, I just I just don't see how they kill the legs. They kill your resolve. That's well, for sure. Yeah, I,
0: I, I don't. I don't. They probably don't kill your legs, but man, you get hit hard enough. Yeah. It, it your mind says yeah you yes. don't want to do again you, you exactly. don't want to, yeah you don't want yeah you don't want to do that again. Hundred percent so brutal
2: yeah (laughs) so so you know when a whole bunch of people get together and they say oh go to the body kill his legs kill his legs no you're killing his resolve you're killing his
0: will to fight that's you are you'll break them down mentally so fast like with body shots you're like that yeah that's why i always (laughs) tell my my buddies like i'm not a street fighter right and i've been very few fights outside the boxing my whole life and I always tell my friends, if I was going to get in a fight, I'm taking a body shot. I'm, I'm taking a body <laughs> shot. I'm not going to break somebody's face. I'm going to knock the wind out of them, and they're going to yeah, be like, yeah. ass.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, self people
0: Park on the street don't know how to block it. <laughs> they don't know how to block anything.
2: No. <laughs> South Park South are great. great. Like, I always had a problem with South because they used to throw a straight left hand to my solar plexus. Yep. And I could oh, do yeah. it in sure, okay. the It So the
0: yeah. way we stand... It's just an open spot, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. So the it's, first time I got I got hit with the solar plexus shot, I was sparring with um. He's just, he was a southpaw. His name is Jamie Olenberger. He used to come down to this, to the uh, Pacific Northwest area. He used to fight there, compete, and uh-huh. uh, and in the amateurs as well. He competed, yeah. but um, he turned the left hand and he hit me right in the solar plexus. My eyes, I was like Popeye Perry. My it my eyes. Oh man,
0: it's the worst. It's the worst. Um. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when Ricky Lehman hit me in the. So I went to the doctor. I didn't tell you the story. So I went to the doctor and I go, hey, man, I go, I'm in a lot of pain over here. And so he starts doing He starts. He gives me like an ultrasound or somebody goes, dude, he goes, what do you what do you do? And I go, I'm a boxer. And he goes, get a different career. He said, wow. your your liver is swollen. And it's like it was so you're yeah. just a touch. It was it was like pretty devastating.
2: Yeah, yeah. But yeah. You,
0: know, you heal up really quick and you forget about it and you go right back in. Yeah.
2: What are you gonna do? That's what you love, right? I mean, yeah. I mean
0: you did love boxing, right? That was something. I loved, that- oh I the amateur boxing. I loved amateur boxing. Yeah. I didn't, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the profile. I that's why I'm I'm so proud of you and what you what because you left the amateurs and went right <laughs> into it really well. I left the amateurs thinking I'm gonna be a world champion, and I yeah. as an amateur, I was you know, did so well. And yeah. you go into that and you're like, it's so disappointing. And, and I, I learned really quick at the end. I was like, mm, yeah. I'm not going to be disappointed. I'm going to, I'm going to shift. I'm going to pivot. Yeah. And I, I need to do something else Yeah. for me. Well, my you know
2: what? I think, I think we all go through uh, places like that, but you had the, the, um, the smart thought to pivot to something like that could do something for you. And we all don't have that. You know what I mean? Like you had the kind of brain that like you like more complex thought you're like, okay, so this is hurting. And so I can try this and you had an idea concept and it worked. And when I was fighting, I had no option but to fight. So yeah, yeah, there was a lot of pain that I suffered in, in my life, but I, but it was one of those kind of things. Whereas you know what you either do that or you're going back to Vancouver and you're going to work at McDonald's. You right. know what I it's mean?
1: strange I to hear someone as bright as you say that Michael. Someone as bright and cerebral as you are. It's actually quite strange to hear that isn't it Joe? Because really you would think this guy could have been anything in theory.
0: Yeah. Even a model. You We're know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know what I I I feel I feel so lucky that I I mean I literally thought thought to myself I, mean, I like cars i don't know nothing about cars but yeah, i think i can yeah. sell cars and to pivot and shift into that and then actually yes. have a have a career and then and end up buying a dealership and and then i bought some commercial property and everybody yeah. told me back in the day it's like you're not gonna yeah. have a retirement in the car business yeah. so we said, they were like buy dirt buy dirt and i was like what do you mean buy dirt And they're like buy real estate yeah. right so I yeah. I bought some stuff along the way I wish I would have bought more because I could have and I didn't even realize it.
2: <laughs> but, yeah.
0: but but yeah so'm I'm, I'm lucky because I'm sitting pretty good and yeah. a couple days a week now and wow. uh, it's still hard to maintain everything but it, but I but it is uh, I'm glad I'm Man, happy now, Joey, here's a
2: question for you yeah. if if you're met and I know you love your manager and and everything but if your manager was managing you like you managed your business? Do you think you would have stayed with boxing? No, done different. No, you no. Really felt, but how do you how do you stop loving it?
0: You know, as a professional fighter, I I really from the beginning I never really enjoyed it. Okay. I liked being an amateur boxer, and yeah, and yeah. I felt confident and i felt good and i felt felt good about where i stood mm-hmm. as a pro and you start at the you know you start at the bottom again and you kind of yeah. start working your way up and yeah. you're you're literally fighting guys at first that really they have no business fighting yeah yeah, yeah.
2: yeah exactly
0: no confidence in them but they, they have no business that but they were like the building blocks of to get the yeah. Yeah. Going to get. but i never felt great about that i mean i was like sure Sure, I got in a fight, and I uh, and was my third, fourth, fifth fight, and I stopped the guy in the third round. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But that did, wasn't impressive to me. Okay. I didn't, I didn't. That didn't make me feel yeah. more confident. And I was like, I'm because I literally had enough common sense to know that I'm fighting a guy that's not in so my short category, speech. So, yeah. short speak, yeah. right? So yeah. as we grew, and then I, when I got beat by Ricky Lehman, who was I should have beat, but he was just he was a tough, tough guy, and I had the liver thing even if it were the back thing. But so, yeah, no, I just, I didn't love it. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. Like I loved amateur. Yeah. Boxing.
2: And, and you felt like you didn't need it either. Like, like that's, well, felt so like important. I needed it.
0: I felt like I needed it. Cause I didn't. So my whole idea and my career was based on boxing the rest of my life. I figured I'd box till I was in my mid to late twenties. This was what I, how I thought about it back in the day. And I was going to make enough money to where, I wasn't going to have to work anymore. Yeah, and, and that and as as funny as that sounds, and maybe as unrealistic as it really is, probably, mm. um, I was so disappointed when I I was like I didn't make any money. Yeah, I'm on ESPN. My last fight was on ESPN. It was a semi made event, which is they don't pay that well. Yeah, and I was like, so do I want to keep pushing and try to make this work? Am I gonna? Am I gonna make? 10 million dollars or five million dollars on a fight am i probably not yeah. so i thought I, I should get out i should get out and try to try to see what there is in in this life that i can do better than without just completely destroying my brain yeah yeah
1: what kind of emotions did you have watching for instance pennell whitaker's career play out the way it uh, did with all know, those I, super fights? It, it
0: was it was impressive and 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 like I didn't, uh, I never had any ill feelings towards Pete, I mean, I he was so good, yeah. and yeah. I liked seeing him. You know, here's the thing: so he wins all this stuff, and he's a he's a multi-world champion, and everything. I guess the cool part of it is, I can say I fought him and beat him, and that's yeah. satisfying yeah. enough for me at, at this part of my life. Yeah. So, but Joey,
2: Joey, not only did you beat him, I, I think it's safe to say. You beat a Pernell Whitaker that was so superior to anyone else, and you beat a Pernell Whitaker who wasn't losing to anybody. And even up until the pros, the only time he lost was when, like, when he legitimately lost. I'm not talking about like that. What was it, the Ramirez fight? Ramirez. Yeah, where they absolutely ripped him off. And I'm not talking about the other one. Um, Also, where more or less the same thing happened. And and with Delahoye, like, he didn't really lose. I think until he fought. Was it Trinidad? Yeah. yeah. So, so he and and even then, you know. Sorry to say that. You know, we all know that Pernell had his personal demons, and so he wasn't the fighter that he was when, like, you when you were cool. beat when you beat him. Really, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like he he was at the top of his game when you fought him, and you're the last guy to defeat him when he was at the top of his game. Basically, is what I'm yes, saying.
0: Yes, for sure. Yeah. 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 No, I take that too. And, uh which which is really cool yeah that's a legend <laughs> yeah yeah I know it's so Did fun you- back at you know it, it, now I'm you know 50 be 59 this year yeah. and when I think about that it's like how badass was that yeah and, you know it's funny because I all my friends and I have a, a lot of people that we talk about boxing still to, to this day we still talk about boxing mm-hmm. and I'm I'm so proud of where I ended up with boxing, but I never ever realized while it was happening yeah. that I was really I was really that good. I never I was like, Yeah, you know, I'm I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I never I never was like uber confident, overconfident.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: It just wasn't. I don't know. It's so funny because when I look back and I was like, ah, that that was kind of a badass. Thing, yeah, that man. was a
2: badass thing, babe. <laughs> and it's so true, Ben, because you you know, as a fighter too, it's like you get I know those kinds of that kind of confidence that you have to have mm-hmm. is so important. Yeah. It's, it's, it's necessary. You have the, you have had have this belief that no one could beat you. So you, you once do. you start doubting yourself a little bit, once you hesitate in terms of pulling the trigger, right. just a little bit.
0: It only takes a little bit. And that's where I was at, at at my last fight. I was like, um, it, it beat me down just enough where I was like, I had, I had enough, um, I wasn't confident enough. I had enough fear where I was like, I don't want to go through all this, this drama. And yeah, yeah. I, I don't, it just, it wasn't fun to me. That was like, it was horrible. We sat in the uh, Atlantic city uh, emergency room for six hours. Man, and it painful. Uh, and I was like, man. this was a lot of pain. And I was like, you know what? I mean, I've been hurt and I've been cut. And I've been, mm-hmm. you know, this and that. I and mean, we had battles in our, in our, our gym. Yeah. In, in Marysville. Yeah. We, we, uh, the best of the best yeah and and i felt good about that i didn't yeah. feel good after that fight and as and, I, and you don't want to go into and the, the, your next fight yeah. not feeling confident yeah. enough to, to be a winner
2: yeah it only gets worse it's, it, it, it's it gets worse it's, right yeah, yeah. i that think
0: means. at that point which it actually
1: dawns on you what you're doing because fighters who have a superhuman aspect to them and they process things so much uh, in a different way to the average person, you know, in terms of pain and discomfort and, you know, trials, tribulations. Mm-hmm. And I think at some point, when you actually get that more human, regular reaction, you think, God, that hurts or, or whatever. Or, you know what, I really don't, like you said, uh, Joe, that you were on the plane and you said, I'm really not sure I want to do this anymore. You know, maybe I could do something else or anything else, you know. Yeah. I think at the point at which you have the normal human reaction to what you to, to the thing you're actually doing, which is boxing, that is the time yeah. when it isn't there anymore, when you don't have that that layer of Right of, of, of bravado and and, yep. and self relief and you know a little bit,
0: guys, little bit of positive self delusion you know that's right a lot of guys get to the point where or probably where I was at there and they're like they continue on for another ten yeah. Fights or whatever yeah I didn't want to do that I didn't want I mean I have some of my best friends boxing guys some of them they're not they're not a hundred percent yeah and, and it's sad to, yeah. to see it and it's like. What did you get out of that? Did you make yeah. any money? Did you do anything? Do you know, no? yeah. There's
1: Danny Williams, who beat Mike Tyson, yeah? Danny Williams from, from South London, who beat Mike Tyson, shot version of Mike Tyson in 2004. In um, I believe he beat him in Louisville, Kentucky. But anyway... He went on far too long. He's still he's not licensed by any commission today, like the British Boxing and Border Control, but he still boxes under some various unlicensed, more kind of dodgy commission kind of jurisdictions. And I, I spoke to Danny ten years ago when he was shot to bits and he was still fighting in obscurity. And he said, I hate it now. I hate it. But he yep. was doing it. His reason he said was it was to pay for his daughters to go through School To go to a good school, and that's why he needed the money and his name value as the man who beat Mike Tyson and the yeah. former British and Commonwealth champion it still yeah. had a little bit of cachet somewhere there yeah. was always someone who give him a few quid and he said he hated it he really hated it and that's that's a sad story when you look at when you look at a joy Valence, um li, li, you know sitting out in all that greenery talking coherently positively happily, running yeah. a good business that is a success story you know because
0: yeah. You got out on your terms. So- no, I. That's that's. I feel that way. I feel that way too. Yeah. And I did. You got to be. You have to be hungry, and you have to be. You have to be in your head to get in the ring and really mean business. You, if you're not, if you're not in it, you're gonna get hurt. And and I, I just didn't want to. I had enough people around me where I like. Mm, I don't really think I want that to happen to me. Yeah.
2: You know, Joe. One of the things. um, it- that's there with pro boxing is, you know, it's going to hurt and <laughs> you can't, you can't consciously acknowledge that. Right. Because, because when you're thinking about it, that's when you start again, hesitating and, and boxing is a sport of reflexes, right. More than anything, yep. more than any one thing. It's like, it's about reflexes. Yep. Some people it may be about, you know, resiliency, some people may be about endurance, whatever. But it's about reflexes. The guy who's got the better reflexes generally, generally is going to win. All other things being even, the guy with the faster reflexes. So if you don't have that fire anymore, if you don't have the desire to do
0: it... You better not go back in.
2: Yeah. I mean, if if you're hesitating whether you're going to punch somebody or not, and that's what you're supposed to do. If you're hesitant on that... Yeah. No. Get out. It's a wrap. You know,
1: it's funny because Sugar Ray Leonard... When he came back and fought Kevin Howard in in uh, May 1984, and then he quit again because he said it just wasn't there. And he said, "And I was apprehensive about getting hit, and it just wasn't me." Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was strange and notable for the simple fact that it obviously was still there in Ray's case. He just needed a more competitive scenario, like a Marvin Hagler, to get his juices flowing. But I'll always remember him 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 retiring again in 84, saying he it wasn't there anymore and he didn't feel right getting in the ring. And he felt scared of getting hit which was that was quite an interesting right an
0: interesting situation because
1: it obviously there was more there was more to be written in,
0: in ray's case yeah you know yeah. somehow somehow he found his way back maybe to yes yes which which seems seems so crazy to me yeah, to, that's yeah. Thing. I, I think he must, I, have, I, been, he must yeah. have been lying no way yeah man i don't know how you could it's like <laughs> you would, i think he probably just was like I don't know. I don't think you get that back. I, yeah, I really no, probably I don't probably know. That's strange, isn't it? Yeah, so he could maybe make some more money. I don't know. I don't. I know that. I always think about this, Joe. You should come back and fight somebody like Jake Paul or one of them. Yeah, and yeah. just you know, you're I because in your mind you're like I'm in shape.
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. Really good. <laughs> yeah.
0: Pay me like three million dollars. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah probably a bad idea but
2: well the the reality of it is once you start you know what i mean you start going down that road again you start feeling i remember when it was late micro and i would feel like the lace of the glove like things that were in you were impervious to before you yeah. need think about you know what i mean so now when the guy misses a punch you slip and the and, and that lace goes across your skin and i feel the burn and i'm like
0: I never felt this before. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? you notice, uh, all it's, the all the things you probably should have at the time. Yeah, yeah. is there something yeah. in the old the old Mickey
1: line in Rocky when he says, "You know, three years ago you were supernatural, but you did the worst thing a fighter could do. You got civilized, kid." Is, That's is, is right. there something in that kind of process of getting older, more mature,
0: and just a bit more civilized? you yeah, have to be. You have to be. I mean, I mean, I was never like. Um, I, I came from a middle class. My dad was a cop. My mom my, had a part time job, and it was like a good, good family life. Not, yeah. I wasn't super hard. It wasn't yeah. like I wasn't yeah. in the ghetto. I didn't have so yeah. it, like for my hunger for yeah. fighting wasn't from my bring, my upbringing, and it yes. was like oh. I liked I liked to make people miss, and yeah. it was so yeah. exciting to just to be able to just, just to be there and yeah. see it coming and miss and and go. And yeah. pop, pop, pop. I just, that was, I loved that. That was my thing. Yeah. It was, yeah. So, yeah. who was your boxing hero, Joe? You know, I don't, I don't know, man. You know, so, so cliche to say Muhammad Ali and stuff, but I, yeah, love, that's I fine. love, I love, I <laughs> we're, we're in that club. We're, we're in that yeah. club, right? So, I loved, it. I just loved his whole approach on, and, he, and his cockiness was incredible. Yeah. But back it up, and I yeah. loved I loved this the things he said and the I loved that about it. that. It was yeah. like and, yeah. and and that's I mean I watched those fights back in the day. Yeah. And, you know funny thing about it, and I boxed all those years and I never watched a lot of boxing. Wow. During, really? No, yeah. not really. yeah. no, it's crazy. Yeah, I just I, I I mean and then once I once I quit. I mean, I I fought. I mean, I watched some of the pay per views, like I watched, watched Mike yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and stuff. But I mean, I really didn't didn't yeah. follow with it. I was so busy mm-hmm. you know, with the business and the, the car lot, my family. Oh, I, two, yeah. I have two years. Uh, How about today? Will you watch like Spence versus Crawford? Is that somebody that you'll have yeah, to watch? Or... I didn't watch that. I didn't know. Um, I. No.
2: Uh, it's coming up.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. No. That, that
1: proves the point. That proves the point. I her didn't herself, even I mean. know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I won't watch that. No. Yeah. You no. Know, what will you watch today?
1: Which fight which fighter, would, which fighter would, would get you out of bed today?
0: There isn't one. Uh, Silk, I'd like to see him get back in the ring and fight. So, some yeah, no. I watched that. But I don't <laughs> I don't even you. know. And if you if you named 10 boxers, yeah. I probably wouldn't know nine of them right now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. No, no kidding, no kidding. I, I mean, yeah. I know, I know who Jake Paul is just from the, yeah. the hype and everything. Let's right. do
1: a quick test. Let's do a quick test for the fun of it. Silk, okay. Tyson Fury. I know Tyson Fury. Yeah. yeah. And a, a quick opinion, a quick few lines. But I'll mention a fight. To you give me a quick, a quick appraisal of them. So Fury.
0: Well, I, I'm not super impressed by his Fury, but okay. Thank you, thank you, Everyone's
2: yeah, no, happy. Yeah. Like when you're talking about skills it doesn't like it doesn't he doesn't he isn't the kind of fighter you'd look at and say i want to do that like him no inspire yep. you to
0: do anything right no no not impressive to me you got another yeah. name for him Silk?
2: another go ahead, name but, for for go. Go ahead, but, uh, uh fury um uh what's his name I'm bad <laughs> I mean, okay uh, let me do it
0: Javonta davis I, I don't know who that is
2: Okay. Oh, interesting. Wow. Okay. Let okay. Me okay, okay. But Joe, he's a guy you should watch. He's nice. What's, he,
0: what's his name again? Gervonta, Gervonta, Gervonta Davis. Davis. They call him Tank. He used to be. Oh yes, with I Nolan know Davis. who he is. Yes. Uh, okay, I know who he is. I I didn't watch that. I like it was hyped up in the last fight. I didn't watch that. I didn't yeah, watch. Yeah. It. Oh, with yeah, the uh,
2: uh Dreads, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 He, he may be an who... issue, but he's but he's um. What do you think of his style? He, well, from what I just a little bit I saw. Yeah. I, I like, uh, he's, he seems aggressive yeah. and I, I like him. Yeah. Um, I, didn't, I didn't watch the fight. Cool. I can't tell you about that, but yeah. I, know, I know who he is now. Yeah. Okay. One more Canelo Alvarez. Of course. uh Yeah. I mean, you know, um, I know who he is and I've watched, you know, when, when Sarah and I went to New York, the last time we went was like, I don't know, it was 10 or 10 years ago or so. He fought um uh of Mayweather. Claude. Claude, yeah. Claude, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Floyd, and we we sat in a, a a bar in New York and watched that fight, and Sarah fell asleep, and uh, <laughs> yeah. it was really late. It was a late. Yeah. Fight. It was so uh, she fell asleep, and I was like, and it wasn't that great of a fight. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, pretty yeah. Well, yeah. weather is amazing, defense and stuff. And stuff. Like, they're not exciting. It wasn't yeah. exciting. So, she was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of our viewers just asked what you think
1: about female boxing today the women's games getting pretty big especially in the yeah. UK actually that's yeah. a big
0: that, that's a big noise around female boxing today yeah. how do you feel about that I don't know it's interesting it seems weird to me that I see girls punch each other in the face yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know um, I, I when I went to a boxing reunion in Vegas Layla McC- Carth is oh, Laila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Layla McCarty, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we met her and stuff and she was really cool and I think she just fought actually here not that long ago. Um I don't know. I, I'm not I don't watch uh girl boxing, lady girl boxing. I just I don't it just seems weird to see girls punch each other each other in the face. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, but but I mean some of them I wouldn't want to fight. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I didn't want to get punched by him. I mean, my 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 opinion on that has always been like they just don't seem to get the same training as men do. Like it's almost like their trainers don't train them the way they would train a guy. Not even that a lot of trainers train guys properly either, right? Yeah, but but even even more so when they have a female client, and I see them, they just forget certain things. they they don't teach them the elements of defense. Kind yeah. of, well, that kind of stuff. They just wind them up and let them go, and just yeah, little, like ring like, ring
0: ring ring yeah, Exactly. But, Lock yeah. In robots. It, yeah. yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Just weird for me. And I'm not. I'm not like um against it. And it's like it just feels weird to see girls fight. I don't know. It just yeah. and you know it would it be even weirder is to see at some point girls fighting men. That would right. be. So, out of out of whack. I can't yeah. even imagine that happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> but, yeah I don't, I'm not a big fan uh, of watching girls fight. I mean, wrestle. That's a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's <of> a <laughs> <laughs> um, we're,
2: we're all for wrestling over here. You know what? Heck yeah. As
1: we're as we're closing in on the hour, um, you know what did happen last night? Fr- Françon, uh Cruz de Zern, her name is, lost her undisputed super middleweight. Title to um, Savannah Marshall in the UK um, last night, but the American chick, design Cruz, Cruz design Sorry, she sang the American national anthem herself. So when they get to the anthem bit, they put the she's got the gloves on and everything, and they put the microphone to her. And she, I haven't heard it, but she sang it herself. That's uh, that, that must have been some.
0: I bet that is cool to see. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That must have been interesting for sure. Yeah. That, that would
2: be yeah, yeah. Ben, you're back. You're back. You're blacked out. For I a cut second.
1: out because someone's trying to. Do you know what? That's an interesting link. Uh, I cut out because someone's trying to phone me. And he's trying to phone me because I had a girl box on a show tonight in Clapham in London. Uh, uh-huh. I had a girl, white collar fighter, who she lost a majority decision tonight. And that was a friend of, of hers and mine asking how she got on. So there's uh-huh. a link. Obviously, I'm not totally against female boxing because I get involved with that,
0: that kind of side yeah. of it there's a place for it if somebody likes to watch it i mean yeah go for it i just yeah yeah i mean i just i don't know it just seems weird to see a girl get punched in the face i mean they're to me they're feminine and pretty and stuff it just seems weird but yeah. i don't yeah uh, yeah it's more I, of a I, generational I, thing too no doubt yeah. so well,
2: for, well I'm, all i'm saying is like listen i mean the female species, uh, female and all species hunt, fight, all the rest of that kind of stuff. So I can understand they doing it as humans as well. It makes absolute sense to me. It's just, I think that if you're going to teach somebody to do something, like give them the best, you know what I mean? Like give them, give them a real opportunity to, to be like, teach them how to turn the punch over, have a higher level of of expectancy, what you right. have just, because there's yeah. no level of expectancy there's like people slapping and putting their heads down and yeah. then you know almost pushing your face into the guy's glove it's like i don't understand okay,
0: but- what what it reminds me of is it reminds me of when we we were very brand new and we didn't know how to throw a punch and we just went yes. in, and we just snapped to slap but lap. you know
1: katie yeah. taylor's not like that is she katie taylor's not like that, is she, is not like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and clarissa yeah. shields is a little bit of a higher level she's
0: She's not sharing Floyd Mayweather, you know, but she's yeah, yeah, yeah. got so yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, there, there are there are better ones, but even there's still, gonna there's, be,
0: yeah, there's going to be ones that are just stand up and they and they can actually fight, and it's impressive. Yeah, and then the other ones, the
2: the one female fighter that I've been well, I guess there's two. Uh, Leila Ali was one, but my first one that I'd seen was Lucia Riker. and this woman yes. I would not want, I would not want to be hit by her. I oh, <laughs> really. God. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Look, I think Lu- Lucia
1: head. was the first one. who was really high end that people said, that, yeah. you know, because commercially, it all fr- sprang up around Christie Martin. She had the kind yeah, of right. the, the media behind her. The she, she fight Lucia.
2: story, huh? She wouldn't fight Riker.
1: No, she didn't want to know about Lu- Lucia Riker. Who you know, no, mostly. Most people with their ear to the ground said that she was the best female fighter in the world for some yeah. for some time, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and she probably feels coach. she missed the boat, Michael. She probably feels she missed the boat. Now yeah. these girls oh, are getting big did. money. You she know?
2: came around today. Oh my god! Imagine the other girl. There was that Ann Wolfe, right? Wolf. Crazy, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Crazy. Well, you know what's even harder for me to watch is the um, UFC girls, <laughs> oh, and it's yeah. brutal. I mean, it's yeah. brutal. When yeah, you see uh, what's her name that was uh, that was so popular, um, Rhonda Rousey. Rhonda, yeah. And when it was so disappointing when she got beat by Holmes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, got, yeah, yeah. 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 Because yeah, because. You literally thought she was never gonna lose anybody. She seemed so yeah. aggressive, and, yep, exactly. and that's a weird sport for me to watch. But it's you know Something, see. fellas. I, I
1: remember someone telling me she would beat Mike Tyson in a in that kind of scenario, or, or Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> so they took two different sizes of all-time great boxers. They said Tyson or Floyd Mayweather would stand no chance in Ronda, but that all went a bit quiet after after yeah. she lost to Holly Holm.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. People
1: seem
2: to get sensational with a lot of their the claims and findings, but yeah, we need to leave things in their place. But I remember what you were saying about um about the mixed martial arts girls because yeah, they get hit on a total different way, and it's like we're wow. used to it, like I mean, obviously the superficial is very important when we look at the women, their soul, their heart, all the rest of that kind of right. stuff, is, their mind, their personality. But you know, superficially, that's the first level of attraction. So. Right. You know what I mean? And, and so, you know, guys can get away with, you know, their nose over here, their ear over here.
0: I mean, it's so weird yeah. to see a girl bleeding out of her nose and like yeah. swelled up. Yeah. You're like, you're like, yeah, doesn't seem yes. right.
2: But it's really hard because we also know what what happens down the line. We know what that turns into. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I know as a guy, I'm our, I forget everything. And if my wife was forgetting more than me, right. <laughs> we're in big trouble.
0: <laughs> Big trouble if if our wives forget, what we forget we're yeah. in trouble. Right. Yeah. I, I rely on Sarah for. I mean, <laughs> this Sarah. Remember, I got this podcast at one o'clock.
2: Yeah, tell me, remind me.
0: We have some friends over, and we have some people. We're going to go a little boating and do some stuff. And I was oh, like, sweet. but I want to do this. And I was like, just make Thank sure you. I don't forget. Hey, if it went too well, far on the day, maybe I have a cocktail or two, and then I'm like, oh, I totally forgot. <laughs> well, well, you know what, Joe? We're we we're, we're both
1: delighted. I, I think I can speak for Michael as well yeah. that you did uh, make time for us today, and it has been so it's been a, it's been a really upbeat, it's been a nice upbeat show because I like to see you doing well. I never you were yeah. just a name in of news to me until like an hour ago. Uh, I knew you were at the reunion the other week, so and then I said to straight away to, to the Silk, can we get Joe on on the show because. It means something to me, you know. When I was fourteen, those were seminal times reading about you and Andy Minsker, and some yeah. of the some of the, some of the great amateur boxers who didn't end up becoming the the stars of the of the future. But you know that you're, you're clearly a winner in life, and and it's been a pleasure to talk to you
0: for this for you this last what? hour. I'm super glad that I did this. This was this is I you know I was like ah I was felt a little nervous like ah, I got it. What is this? I'm going to be a video. Remember I called you? I was like <laughs> yeah yeah. talking to me on the phone, but but I love. I love to talk about life and what we've done. Yeah. You've yeah. done Mike and all the other people. And it's like, it is so cool. And I'm, I'm happy that I could do this. I, I would, this yeah. is awesome.
2: Thank you so much, Joey. Cause what? I get just acknowledging like fighters, see fighters and they know fighters and, right. and they know what the fight is like. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I, I admired you. I was, I was, you know, from, when we fought and all the way through, I'd seen your amateur career de- develop and where you went there. I, I know we lost touch in the professionals. because once you get professionals, you get really se- selfish and all you're doing is you're thinking yeah. about yourself and everything. But well, you should, uh, but right. Your name, but, your name would, but your name would come up and I'd be like, and I'd remember, and I know, I mean, I know you, I mean, it was so insignificant to you. So you didn't really remember our fight. I mean, I don't know it how you could. You beat, so, you beat so many people. Right, right. Yeah. If you, if
0: you think about it, Mike, I had like 330 fights. That's what I'm saying. And I mean, yeah, when you start insane. going back into the 80s and we fought every weekend and we'd yes. all sudden, like yeah. they just piled us in this van and we just fought like crazy. Yeah. And so yeah. it's hard to remember. So yeah. I I don't, never, ever meant any like disrespect. I don't remember fighting. No, you. I, I, no, no, no. no I never, but I mean. Listen, we, I'm
2: uh, glad I'm glad that you don't remember because you fought so many people and not because your your brain has been damaged. Uh, so, yeah, sure. there's, there's, yeah. there's a choice. I'd rather it be that than that. No, and no. I wouldn't expect you to, you know what I mean? I, I would expect you to if I would have won. <laughs>
1: I would have remembered that. Listen, it's still not too late for a rematch, maybe. Let's see what we can do. That's no,
0: right.
2: It's Man. it's too late. I, I'm seeing this guy right now. You see the guns on this guy, it's insane. I'm yeah, like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm, no, yeah. Look at that. Here's me. Here okay.
1: was me thinking you always have one eye on a comeback, Michael.
2: <laughs> no, my this <laughs> eye right here. Yeah, say, yeah, it was a
1: cheap shot. Sorry. Sorry, just yeah, a cheap shot. Yeah. Um, uh, I know you can take it. Though, so okay. Listen, uh, Joey, Joey, hang around one second and we'll say goodbye off camera. But for those of you who tuned in, I hope you enjoyed former amateur boxing legend, Joey Balintz. Thank you, Simon Willis, as ever, for making all this possible. Silk, thank you for simply being you. We'll be back next week. Be lucky. Keep punching. Glad I can make it.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.